Morning, everybody. Good morning. I have got a big show today. I, uh, I, I started off with this video and I was going to call it the purple wave, but then I thought about it and I was like, eh, people aren't going to know what the fuck that means. So I just named it the red wave. So I changed the title, but I'm going to be talking about the purple wave because I felt like purple rain, purple wave, purple rain, purple rain. <clears throat> they might not know what the fuck I'm talking about. So they might think it's like Prince or some shit. So I decided to change it at the last second. And so it's a red wave because that's what we're expecting, right? Right? <laughs> Not so fast. Uh, folks, you can Venmo me, D-Rod1977, D-Rod1977. Oh, boy. Yeah, I got some stuff here. When the lights go out, when the lights go out, folks, when the lights go out on Amazon. Wrote this on my iPhone in one month on my iPhone. It's on Amazon. Check it out. Give me an honest review. And then my mama's book, The Mexican Mix, is a damn good book. It's on Amazon as well. Leave an honest review. Um, Getting a lot of good reviews, so I'm happy about that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, folks, virtual shield one, baby, virtual shield one. I do use this. Every product that I pedal on here, that I put on here, I use them. I absolutely use them. So the red wave brow, uh, bad browsing habits will put your hard earned finances at risk to hackers and other criminals. For example, just recently, a popular ticket reselling website used to purchase tickets to shows, movies, and concerts experienced a credit card data breach. This breach exposed the payment card details of thousands of customers. Similar data breaches can put your banking, internet, or retirement and investment accounts at risk. Thank you, Tanya. This is why I highly recommend Virtual Shield 1. Not just a VPN, but this is also designed to protect your finances for you. It monitors banking, retirement, and investment institutions for potential data breaches. Dark web scans, social security protection with 24-7 Alerts and can protect you and your family with up to a $1 million insurance policy. Virtual Shield 1 also includes the access to Virtual Shield's industry-leading VPN with unlimited VPN access and advanced VPN Plus features, including malware and ad blocking. Give Virtual Shield 1 a try free for 30 complete days and 72% off, folks. 72% off this Black Friday. Review, inspect, and judge it with your own eyes to see if it lives up to the hype. Just go to the link below, folks. Hit hit the link below. Oh, it's good. I use it. The collagen, the keto, Virtual Shield One. Uh, I'm trying to. I have a meeting today with the um, uh, oxygen. The guys that brought down the oxygen machine for me. I've been using that. It takes work, but it works. It's it's. I'm melting fat away just by sitting here. Oh, I'm not kidding. This 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 machine is awesome, man. You put it on your treadmill. And or bike, whatever you got at home, and it's a gear that you shift from high oxygen to low oxygen. You can put it on whatever altitude you want, and you put it on the low the, the low altitude, and your oxygen deprivation, and you're working out on this treadmill, you're sucking sucking for air because you're in low oxygen. That's when the magic happens. That's when the fat starts burning. Then you kick it into high gear with high oxygen, and boom, baby! It's like man, all your cells just absorb that oxygen, and you look younger, and you look better. I'm always on the cutting edge, folks. Um, Spotify, Nino's Corner. Telegram is Nino's Corner. 
Nino's Corner on Telegram, Nino's Corner on Getter, Nino's Corner on Rumble. Uh, my Instagram, David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. They're really, they got a governor on my page there, so I had to do this organically. David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. Truth is David Rodriguez Boxer. Twitter is Nino Boxer. Twitter is Nino Boxer. And PatriotWear.com, bing, right there. That's where you get all your cool gear. A tumble for your hot coffee or cold juice. Mm. Uh, Nino's Corner.tv. Fire. Uh, I'm bringing on some really good guests. I have the ghost up there right now. I got Dustin Nemo's coming up tomorrow. I'm interviewing SG Anon. He's coming on. SG Anon's coming on. That's going to be today. Uh, I'll probably put him up Sunday, man. That guy's got a lot of intel. He's got a good, a lot of good insight. He'll be on Nino's Corner.tv. I also got Kathy Bryan. I got Dylan with Mapping the Occult. I got Derek Johnson coming on. Uh, I got one. Oh, saving with an update. Folks, this is on fire. Nino's Corner is fire. It's your one-stop shop, baby. Your one-stop shop. All right. Let's get started, shall we? (laughs) Coming at you live from the apocalypse, folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the upcoming purple wave. I don't know how this escaped my mind. I don't know how this slipped my mind. I was laying in bed a couple nights ago and it just popped on me. I'm like, wait a second. What if everything we've been saying doesn't happen and they get away with what they're going to get away with? How would they get away with it? But how would they get away with it without being so obvious? Well, in the lower positions... They can't do it, and and I skirt around my words here, folks. I skirt around my words big time here. In the, um, what I'm going to say here is, the bigger positions they take, the lower positions they let us take, thus creating a purple wave. So the one, the positions that really count. That's where it's going to be obvious, and that's where you need to. That's where you need to look. So I don't know if you've seen Fox News anchors wearing purple. I think it's it's for it can also be used for Alzheimer's disease, whatever. To me, I look a little further into it because I am a conspiracy theorist. So I look a little further into it, and I think, huh, could it be? Could it be they're signaling something? I, I don't know. That's that's my conspiracy mind. But hold on, folks. Are they saying they're on board? Are they are they indicating yes? There's going to be a, a purple wave because a purple wave, red and blue, purple, it comes together. All all the positions that don't really matter go red. All the ones that really do matter go blue. Thus creating confusion. Thus creating a, a type of a disoriented. Everyone's disoriented. Like what well, what's going on here? So our guys won this. Their guys won that. Our guys won most of the positions, but their guys won a big seat here. Uh, Bethel wins Texas. I'm just saying, folks, look, the first time ever in El Paso, Texas, I have not, very few people have a low IQ sign in their yard, which means Bethel. (laughs) A David sign. Maybe when I run for politics, a David. We're going for a David. But there's something going on here. There's not, it's not, the hysteria is not nearly what it used to be. 
So if he doesn't have a good foundation in El Paso, I can't imagine it being in Texas. I can imagine Austin because the, the liberals there, but for the most part, I can't really imagine this. I, I, I can't see it because El Paso is not even really on board with them. Not like what it used to be. So that type of position, if Beto wins Texas, it's obvious. I'm going to tell you right now, we know what's obvious. So here's a the theory I've been forced to entertain. They're not going to be able to do it as wide scaled as they did back in 2020. So what are they going to do this time? Well, they'll do it where it counts, right? They'll do it where it counts and let us win all the red everywhere else. And then in the main positions, which will make no sense, which will make zero sense to us, we'll be like, how is it red all the way down the line? And then this blue guy gets in. If you know what I'm talking about. Folks, I skirt around my words. That would be the worst outcome. That would be the worst outcome because here we are talking about chaos and nuclear threats and it can't go off. What if they allow it to go off but just where it counts, where it counts. They make it where it counts. And if you're new to my YouTube here, folks, you know that I skirt around words and I, and I miss words. I use hand signals. You got to be smart to pick it up. I don't think it's that hard. But what if they just do it where it counts, like the governors, certain senators that they need in there, not anywhere else, which will make no sense to us. There will be a red wave, but they'll just do it where it counts. Do I make sense here? Can I get a thumbs up if I make sense? And then that will be just enough, just enough to propel the agenda, to move forward with the agenda and get it done. And then we'll all be sitting here going like, this will be the worst scenario. For me, folks, this is the worst scenario. This is the worst, worst scenario for me. I see a thumbs down. That's okay. Everyone has their opinion. Look, this is just a theory, folks. This is just a theory. I'm hoping that it doesn't go this way. Believe me. Believe me, I'm hoping it doesn't go this way. Um, and did you know, during the... the and, and what I'm going to say here is the occult timing on this, folks. In Portland, Oregon, an ominous blood moon lunar eclipse will hang in the sky. Not just Portland, Oregon, but I got it from a, a, a news station there. A ominous blood lunar eclipse will hang in the sky as ballots are set to be tallied for the November 8th general election. The election day eclipse, NASA says, is the last total lunar eclipse the Earth will see for the next three years. A lunar eclipse occurs when the sun, Earth, and moon align, causing the moon to be draped in the darkness part of the Earth's shadow known as the um, umbra umbra uh blood blood moon lunar lunar eclipse is, is rise on election day so a lunar eclipse occurs and you understand occult practices occult timing a lunar eclipse occurs when the sun earth and moon align causing the moon to be draped in the darkest part of the earth's shadow known as the umbra these lunar eclipses are sometimes referred to as blood moons due to the reddish hue that is cast Onto the moon by refracted sunlight passing through Earth's atmosphere. So, if you know if you know anything about how these people work, they work in tandem with this shit. They work in tandem with this shit. They go by this. And like I said before, folks, this is for all the marbles. I don't see I don't see how they're just going to let this slide. Let this slide. Oh, let the big red wave come in and crash it all. Burn all our hard work to shit. Now. Nah. 
I had a roundtable with Jaco, Ron Bartain, and Alpha, and uh, we talked about the scenarios that could play out here. I was guessing mass shootings. I was guessing any kind of a any kind of a disturbance on the voting booths to postpone it. That's what I still feel in my gut. But the absolute worst thing that can happen here is a fucking purple wave. And nothing gets contested. It's just believable enough for everyone to sit back on their lazy ass and go, well, we tried. Well, some of our guys got in. Some of them got in. But some of them did it. Some of them did it. The main guys, the Democrats won. All the bottom feeders, the lower level guys, the Republicans won. So I guess I'm kind of happy. That'll be the worst thing that happens. Wake up! And just a reminder on who the real racists are, because everyone's talking about racism. The views, Sonny Hostin, white Republican suburban women are now going to vote Republican. It's almost like roaches voting for raid. It's almost like roaches voting for raid. Do you see how they just openly come out and ridicule and criticize and put down and offend us? But we can't do anything back. That's why you're here at Nino's Corner. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I go in deep. Balls deep. Uh, I go for the jugular. Because these people don't fucking scare me. I don't give a shit. Um, CNBC cancels the news with she- uh, Shepard Smith to refocus on business news. So, folks. Shepard Smith, NBC's Universal's CBC has canceled the news with Shepard Smith. It's primetime general news show to refocus business and market coverage. Uh, the network announced the news Thursday in an email to CNBC employees. Smith will be leaving the network later this month, according to a person familiar with the matter. CNBC will replace Smith's primetime show with markets coverage until a new live show focusing on business news launches in 2023. So, Shepard Smith, you're out of here. A lot of people say, nothing's happening yet. Nothing's happening yet. Nothing's happening yet. Bullshit. There's a lot happening. I'm paying close attention. I'm trying to knock out interviews every day. I'm talking to people every day. Like I said, I got SGN on today. I got SGN on. A lot of people follow his Telegram. Uh, I think that's going to be a great, great... um, uh, interview and uh, fuck free speech, folks. The press so Brooklyn Nets suspend Kyrie Irving or is it Kyrie Irving or Kyrie Irving without without pay on something. Listen to this: the press availability occurred soon after Commissioner Adam Silver released a statement saying he was disappointed that Irving did not apologize. He didn't apologize. He got to apologize for everything now. He did not apologize for promoting an anti-Semitic film. What happened about what, what? What about all the glory of America being here? The freedom of America that you can back or not back what you want. The individuality that God gave us. What happened to that? But no, this guy's getting he's getting um, canceled. Irving argued to reporters that he cannot be anti-Semitic and refused to offer an apology. The Nets announced Thursday that Irving has been suspended. In a statement, the Nets condemned Irving for not taking the opportunity to clearly state that he does not hold anti-Semitic beliefs and announced that Irving will be suspended without pay 
until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact of his conduct. They're controlling everybody, folks. I don't know if you guys saw the, the, the tweet that Kanye put out of one of his handlers, his handlers telling him, I will drug you, basically. You you gotta you gotta go look at Kanye West's Twitter, folks. That guy's putting out some hard truths. It's it's really good. You gotta get over there and watch. Pay attention to Kanye. That's all I can say. He's going all in. And uh I admire the guy. I'm going to say that right now. I admire Kanye. For what he's doing, standing up for himself. Boom. Big gold star of approval. Bing. Fauci says China failed the world on the boogeyman. Gave him incorrect information. (laughs) Really? Really? You could have just came to me. I would have told you everything from the get-go. Told you what this is all about, but I'm sure you already knew, right? Good excuse, though. Good excuse, though. Ah, China, China just gave me the wrong information. I don't know. And all of you bought it. All of you bought it. But I'm the conspiracy guy. Look what's happening now. No one's scared anymore, are they? There's a few idiots. There's a few idiots. I saw a family at the airport. All of them masked up, all of them with face diapers, all her little kids, scared of the world, scared of the world, (laughs) scared of the world, walking around with their fucking face diapers, looking pathetic, looking like fucking idiots. That's all I can say. (sighs) They're still buying into it. There's still those people. There's still those people. How are they breeding? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like an elitist when I think like that. Oh my god, they they can't be allowed to breed. They cannot be allowed to breed. And then I have to sit there. I have to take a step back and go, oh, that's how the elites think. (laughs) How easy it is to just step over into that category, right? I don't know. (sighs) Man in red hat. Man in red hat firebombs a Tulsa, Oklahoma donut shop after it hosts a drag queen event. And I got that on police frequency. So a man in a red hat firebombs Tulsa, Oklahoma donut shop after it hosts a drag queen event. Of course he's wearing a red hat. Of course. Of course. I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of this. A hell of a lot more of this. Breaking report, folks, New North Carolina Republican candidate Pat Harrigan's children almost killed after gunmen opened fire at North Carolina home. This is after Demo- uh, Democrat rival Jeff Jackson filmed campaign ad outside his property. But they don't get any heat for this, do they, folks? So it's okay if you're trying to kill Republicans. <laughs> Who cares? They're bigots. They're racist. Kill them. Kill them all. <sighs> Pat Harrigan's children almost killed after gunman opens fire at his North Carolina home. 
So I guess I got a feeling this is going to escalate like never before seen, folks. These next uh, 10 days to, you know, I would imagine all the way through November, even into December. (laughs) Depending what happens, the 7th, 8th, and 9th is going to dictate everything. It's like the opening bell of a fight. We're going to see exactly where this is going. So which will happen first, folks? A Trump indictment or 2024 presidential announcement? To me, you know, Alpha made a good statement on my show. It's on Rumble on Nino's Corner. Uh, when we're talking about the uh, potential outcomes or things that could happen going into the midterms and beyond. And, and, and I agree with him here. And I've always thought this as well. But... Bottom line, I honestly don't see this this game being played out like that. And so if he comes out, if Trump comes out and announces, to me, that's conceding. That's conceding. And he hasn't done that yet. And I'm paying close attention because I've always said what? Don't say it on here. But I've always said it can't go to there. It can't go to there. So if he announces, that means he, in my mind, conceded. So... A convergence of forces threatens to crack the Constitution's solid foundation upon which our nation has thrived. Pressure emanating from his powerful convergence could use, could cause tectonic plate shifts impacting and destabilizing equal justice, the rule of law, and government authority. Sometimes I go a little dark here, folks, because my light bulb keeps coming in and out, going in and out. At risk of our, our, our traditionally respected electoral system, along with peaceful transfer of power that helped make this oldest continuous democracy the envy of the world. <laughs> oh, man. You just see how they own all the media. They own all the media. Every article I pick out, man, is a liberal article. Uh, and they all care, they all say the same thing. They all care about our democracy. And yet they're the criminals. Intensifying the pressure is a partisan media in which truth is pliable based on the audience's political leaning, reflecting our hyperpolarized electorate where facts and alternative facts are equally valid. The DeSantis shift. So see, folks, I think there's a rally happening. I think was it last night or is it today? I don't know. I heard it was a Trump rally last night. DeSantis, did he have one in the same state, right across the state? To me, you're competing with the guy. (laughs) That's not a good look for you, man. It's not. It's really not. And maybe you're put out there to divide because I don't trust you. I have a lot of people writing me emails. Oh, DeSantis is the man. Really? I would think a little harder on that. When the mainstream media starts getting behind this guy and they start shutting Trump and start giving this guy more exposure, beware, beware, oh, beware. Maggie Haberman says conservative media landscape has shifted away from Trump. He's barely been on Fox News. So they're starting to ignore him. They're completely ignoring him. The conservative media landscape has shifted away from former President Donald Trump. 
said Trump scribe and New York Times senior political reporter Maggie Haber- Haberman this week. Janine Pirro is an old friend of mine, uh, is an old friend of his. Sean Hannity is an old friend of his. We'll say I've noticed he's barely been on Sean Hannity's show. You know, in recent weeks, whereas you got used to having him on whenever he felt like it, said Haberman, also a CNN analyst. On So what they're doing, folks, is ignoring him completely now. They're moving away from Trump, and they're going to start bringing DeSantis into the limelight. So this is how it's going to work. This is how it's going to work. I'm going out with the horse I rode in on, folks, Trump. Because I look at this. I look at this the same way all of you do. All of you do. Um, most of my audience here, all of you, I would think, understand exactly what's going on and how the deep state plays, how the globalists play. They control both sides of the aisle. And what do they control the most? The media. The media. So when the media starts favoring somebody, watch out. Republicans are just a normal pulling air away from a landslide or wiping out. So with just five days until Election Day, Republicans are in good shape in the 538 forecast. If each party were to win, win every race they are currently favored in, Republicans would have 51 Senate seats and Democrats would have 49. I doubt that. I doubt that. I would I wouldn't expect them to win one seat. Not one. But they got to make it realistic in these articles, folks. And if the same thing happened in the House, Republicans would win 225 seats and Democrats would win 210. I doubt it. I fucking doubt it. But okay, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. That's why I'm saying beware of the deceitful purple wave. Give me a thumbs up if I'm making sense here, if I'm just fucking talking to myself. Do I make sense here? Do you guys, can you see what I'm saying here? This is something that could very well happen and nothing happens. Nothing happens. It's just a purple wave. Some of you are happy. Some of you are not. Some of you pissed off, but not enough of you are. Makes sense to me. Makes complete sense to me. And then we're in a worse situation, folks. We're in a much worse situation. If it goes, if it pops off like this, we're in a way worse situation, folks. It's just, it's look, this is a theory. It's just an observation. It's a belief. It's an opinion. I don't know. I'm guessing here. But it's, I, I woke up in the middle of the night a couple nights ago thinking, fuck, they're going to do it like this. Maybe not the chaos. Maybe not the nuke scare, but just a purple wave. Purple wave, baby. I they bad. You want to sing to me? Do you want to sing it? You're so crazy. You're so crazy. Aurora, you want to say hi to me? Come here. My little dog wants to say hi. Come here. Come on, buddy. He likes the purple wave. Orale. My name is Gato. What's up, buddy? Axel's getting old. Right. Axel says sorry to that one John dude who just lost his dog. Okay, buddy. Yeah. All right. Okay. You want to get down? Well, he can stay up here with me if he wants to. So the 10 Senate seats most likely to flip. 10 Senate seats most likely to flip in 2022. I guess he likes the burp, the day, day, bed, the day, bed. 
So the ten cent he feels my blood pressure. The ten cent seats most likely to flip in twenty twenty two Pennsylvania, Nevada, Georgia, Wisconsin, Arizona, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Ohio, Florida, Colorado. Those are the ones that are supposed to flip. But what I'm really worried about, folks, and what they're what they're really focusing on is the big prize, and that's Texas. Texas, I'm telling you, folks, all of you in Texas, we got to keep a close eye on this shit because that's the prize. That controls the whole southern border. And Beto wants to take away guns, doesn't he? He wants to do a lot of socialist shit. He wins Texas. This is a nail in the coffin, folks. Nail in the coffin. Texas Texas will dictate the rest of the country. If he gets this, if he gets in, purple wave, purple wave. Revealed gunmen opened fire at Republican candidates in North Carolina home while his children were sleeping as Democrat is forced to draw campaign and he filmed in front. Okay, so I already said, I already read this. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little lost. Axel threw me off my game. All right. What kind of person is that? Hillary Clinton seethes over Carrie Lake making fun of Paul Pelosi's attack and scorching CNN hit. I, my question is this. Who, who believes Hillary Clinton? Miss Frazzle. <laughs> Miss Frazzle. So Hillary Clinton went after Arizona's gubernatorial candidate, Carrie Lake, while accusing Republicans of being dishonest about political violence in the wake of P- Paul Pelosi's attack. Paul Pelosi's attack. Here's the attack. Oh. Oh. I just got hammered. You know, next time, if I was drinking and I was going out with my friends, I'd be like, hey, let's go out and get pelosi Let's go out and get pelosi Because <laughs> you're going to get hammered. Remember the old, remember everyone used to say when they used to go out and party, let's go get hammered, man. Let's go get fucked up. Let's go get hammered. Now, let's go get pelosi <laughs> What do you guys think? I don't know. So anyway, so Hillary expects us to believe her, which nobody does, except the one, the small like minority of people with like a, an IQ lower than a 70, lower than a 60, they believe her, that are under her spell. <laughs> I don't know how to say this guy's name. Michael. Fuck. Best loss. Best loss. Says GOP victory and midterms will mean our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. MSNBC presidential historian Michael Bestloss on Wednesday night warned that if Republican candidates win their races next week, American democracy and the free pe- free press could e- free press could end. You mean the controlled press? Look how these people spin this shit. I wonder, are they fucking being paid? Or do they really believe this shit? Free press could end. Historians may no longer exist. And our children could all die at the hands of the brutal authoritarian system. President Joe Biden said in his Wednesday night speech that in the upcoming midterms, democracy itself is at stake. A message that MSNBC's Chris Hayes and much of the media have been repeating for months. 
Hayes Blade clips from the speech, including the president saying that elected certain Republicans is a path of chaos, folks. Oh my God, these people are so full of shit. Ugh! I'm thinking about using props on my uh, on my thumbnails. I was going to use a hammer today. <laughs> I appreciate anyone giving to the super chat. It all helps. Those of you who give to my Venmo, that helps too. D Hyphen Rod 1977. That helps a lot. Hammered. <laughs> oh boy. War game emergency blackout plans to cope with seven-day outages reveal disruption in water supplies and transport. Secret documents reveal major fears among government officials over how Britain will cope with outages that can last for seven days. The program is different than the national grid system, which could see blackouts occur on the coldest days between 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. in January and February. Leaked material from Program Euro. The plan for dealing with national blackouts suggests all sectors, including food, water, and transport, could be severely disrupted in a worst-case scenario. The confidential papers obtained by the Guardian newspaper show how the elderly and kids will be prioritized in such an emergency. Brits with caring responsibilities will also be first to be reached by teams who would also provide emergency shelter. Boy, we have a low attendance today, don't we? Interesting. Interesting. Folks, yes. Get out and vote. Absolutely get out and vote. What are you talking about? We know what they're going to do, but you still got to get out and vote. You got to do it. Russia has gathered the technical and forensic evidence showing the UK sabotaged the Nord Stream pipelines with U.S. approval. (laughs) I'm not going to go too far into this. It's a tantamount act of war. And I'll just leave it at that. So they have evidence. Kim Jong-un inches closer to an all-out war than ever before. They're playing war games on both sides of the North Korean line between between the two Koreas coming close to the real thing. But they're stopping short from killing their enemies. I think it's all timing, folks. I think when this pops off, it's all going to go off at once. Taiwan, North Korea, it's all going to go off at once. I can't see it going much further. I mean, I'm going to have Juanito on again. I think I might have him on today. I have SGN on and Juanito coming on. So that's going to be very interesting. Both separate times, obviously. Karen Lemieux. Thank you, Lemieux. Trump calls for the impeachment of Mitch McConnell, alleges blackmail. Former President Donald Trump called for the impeachment of his nemesis, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Thursday, just days ahead of the midterm election in which Mitch McConnell could take the reins of the upper chamber. Thank you, Philly fan. Uh, While theorizing that McConnell could buck the GOP and collude with the Democrats to blow the debt ceiling up, Trump insinuated that the Democrats may have blackmail on him and argued that impeachment could be a remedy if McConnell betrays the party. 
Folks, if this goes a conventional way, if this goes a conventional way and Trump runs in 24, I'll still be with you. I'll still I'll still do my podcast. I'll still do my broadcast. But I'm going to call bullshit on a lot of things, on a lot of shit. Because I am just like you. I am just as frustrated as any of you. We do this together. We're, th- that's the difference between me. I don't claim to be like, oh, I've got intel. My ego's gone. Fuck my ego. I don't have an ego. My ego's been gone. Boxing was my 15 minutes of fame. It was fun. It was a nice ride. My ego died. It's done. That identity died. This is new to me. We do this together. All of us do this together. I want what's best for God and country, and that's it. And if I'm going to have kids in this world, not nah, not like this. Not like this. And if this isn't handled the way that I think it's going to be handled, the way I was told that it could be handled, military, and then none of that shit happens, folks, I'll be the first to come out pissed, guns blazing. Things are going to get crazy. We need you, David. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here and I'm sober. Two years, 11 months. I'm going on three years, folks. I'm going to make it to the three-year mark. You know that when I first went sober that uh, I was just planning on going sober for like 30 days, 30 days to like maybe, maybe two months to maybe, I thought maybe I'll drag it out to four to six months. And then I made it to four, and then I made it to six months, and I was like, holy shit, this feels good. I'm clear. My life's getting a little better. It's boring. It's not as fun, but it's getting better. Uh, Things were starting to to transpire and manifest in my life that were just better. And then my life completely changed. And then now I'm two years, 11 months into this, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Look what I'm doing now. Kerry Lake thanks Liz Cheney for anti-endorsement. So I put this up on my Telegram at first, like, what the fuck is she uh, thanking Liz Cheney for? And then my Nino Knights corrected me, and I put up a uh, an article. Kerry Lake, the Republican nominee for governor of Arizona, mockingly thanked Republican rep Liz Cheney, Republican of Wyoming, for anti-endorsement, saying that is having an opposite of the intended effect. Cheney released... <laughs> Cheney released a new ad in Arizona on Friday targeting Lake and the GOP nominee for Secretary of State, Mark Fincham. These people still think they're relevant. They still think, thank you, Britt Larka. They they still think they're relevant, right? They still think they can come out here and just do ads and like people aren't going to look at them like, "Eh, whatever, we don't like you. We don't care about you. But they still do it. Further digging a hole for themselves. They don't understand they're not wanted anymore. They're not liked anymore. We don't want you here. Get the fuck out of the way. Bye. You're evil. So, sorry. I'm just saying the way we all feel. Cheney released a new ad in Arizona on Friday targeting Lake and the GOP nominee for Secretary of State, Mark Fitchum, both of whom have questioned the legitimacy of President Dildo victory in the 2020 you-know-what. Lake said in a letter to Cheney, that her campaign donations are skyrocketing and her website almost crashed from traffic. In fact, my team tells me your commercial should add another 10 points to our lead. I guess that's why they call Cheney anti-endorsement the gift that keeps giving, Lake said. 
Thank you again for the huge boost of our campaign. Enjoy your forced retirement from politics. Late continued. Maybe I need a... Finally, we broke 5,000. Finally, finally. Fuck. The coffee's cold. The coffee's cold. Did you guys like seeing Axel? He made his little appearance. Uh, you know, nothing's more um, awkward than when I'm doing an interview and I have to stop the interview because Axel is licking his balls, his non-existent balls. Sometimes all you hear in the background is. And I'm sitting there trying to conduct an interview and I'm like, can you hold on for a second? <laughs> I got to let my dog out first. It's pretty embarrassing. Fox News anchors won't pay $8 for embarrassing Twitter check. I've been looking for a reason to get off Twitter. So now that they're like, oh, you're going to make me pay for my status? You're going to make me pay? Fox News anchors Dana Perino and Kim Timphy, whatever fucking name is, agreed on Thursday that paying Twitter to keep their blue check marks would be embarrassing. Don't you know? We have a blue check mark. You should bow down to us. I asked for a blue check mark. I'm like, I'm a champion boxer. I've won six heavyweight titles. I'm like, eh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for a blue check mark. I had a guy on the inside. And they refused to give it to me. Because I don't uh, bow down to their community guidelines, I guess. I don't need it. So the Fox News, uh, so the exchange came after a segment of Rep. Alexandria AOC and new Twitter owner Elon Musk going back and forth about Musk's new plan to require users to pay to keep their verified status, a.k.a. the infamous blue check mark on Twitter. (laughs) So what is it? Is it $8 a month? Is it $8 a year? What is it, folks? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm raising questions on this. Is Kanye to blame? Because Kanye is bringing a lot of awareness to the Jew community. Um, FBI warns a broad threat to New Jersey synagogues urges caution. The FBI's Newark office issued a stark warning Thursday as it announced it had received credible information about a non-specific but widespread threat to synagogues in New Jersey. So why just New Jersey? I don't know. The FBI describes the threats as broad. However, a senior law enforcement official tells News 4 New York warning that public was done in an abundance of caution. So we asked this time if you take all security precautions to protect your community and facility. FBI New York tweeted in part, we shall share more information as soon as we can. Stay alert. Stay diligent in case of an emergency call to police. So they're saying synagogues are now being targeted, folks. Like I said, no violence. No violence. We're giving them what we want with violence. No violence. And what the fuck news? And what the fuck news? I found this interesting because I think it's already happening. I can see it. When I was going to ACL the other day, I was staring at this guy that was in front of me in line. 
And he just kind of looked like a blob, like a white, pale, pasty blob. And like his fingers and hands were all delicate. And I was like, I was like, ugh. I was just kind of staring at his hand. He had his hand on the tree bark, like in the tree in front of me. And he was standing there. And like, I was, I was like, ugh, dude. Like, never not one hard day of work in your life. Not once. In fact, his hands were so white and his they were pink. The, the nails were like pink. It was fucking... Ugh. So, humans may evolve to have deformed bodies, second island from overusing technology. Claw-like hands, smaller brains, and 90-degree elbows? It sounds as ridiculous as it looks, but these research researchers suggest it's possible. Cerritos, California, hunchback, clawed hands, and second eyelids could be common features of human anatomy in the future, a recent computer model reveals. The shocking, hopefully tongue-in-cheek report warns that overusing technology could somehow steer human evolution in a direction that leaves people looking deformed compared to what we consider normal today. (laughs) There's no question technology now plays a constant role in the lives of many people, but what is that screen time really doing to the human body? Researchers worked with a 3D designer to create images of a human, a future human that accounts for all the problems long-term tech use may cause. Through study finds, uh, takes a neutral stand on the content we post and leaves it to our readers to debate or debunk, we certainly can't help but raise an eyelid or two on these images. After all, how could this creature be the result of natural selection? Specifically, they were inspired by a poll that found that typical typical American uses the internet for seven hours a day. Seven hours a day? With that in mind, the team factored in a wide range of scientific studies and expert opinions examining the physical and mental changes that come from consistent exposure to smartphones, laptops, and television. The results were shocking. So, folks... I, even when I do Zooms every day and I'm in front of the computer, I get what I call Zoom brain and Zoom ass. That's why I have to work out every day because I don't want to get a fat ass. But I get like Zoom brain. And my eyes sometimes feel like I've seen double vision. I feel a haze. Even when I do these shows, I don't know if you guys feel that. Sometimes when I even look at my phone, I feel like it locks my brain into this like portal of like this tractor beam when I'm just staring at my phone, staring at my computer. So I do what I've made a habit of doing is I'm trying to meditate every day. Of course, it's an app on my phone, but I'm not staring at my phone. But um, I leave my phone at home now for two to three hours a day and go get exercise and just do run errands and do things without my phone because I don't want to turn into that. (laughs) I don't want to turn into a fucking weirdo. And, you know, folks. It's kind of like the basement troll. So are they saying the basement troll, we're going to start morphing into the basement troll? So in other words, basement trolls, you know who you are. <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't breed. You shouldn't breed. I'm sure your sperm count is already non-existent along with your erectile dysfunction. And Metaverse will warp speed this devolution spiral of trans degenerates into a washed abyss of natural unselection and extinction forever. Seriously, take a step back from your phone, leave it in your car, leave it at home. When you go to dinner with your family, I don't know. What about leaving your phone at home? When you run errands, 
You know, I'm almost, I'm almost, fuck, I'm almost on board with getting a beeper again. Because if you really need me, just beat me. <laughs> I don't need to have my phone on. It's the over being over accessible that's ruining our lives. Seriously. It's being over accessible. We don't have any peace anymore. We're constantly stimulated by these fucking things. You know, I had something, uh, a friend told me, he goes, man, he was, a, he was a black friend of mine. He's like, man, I'll tell you what. He's like, the mark of the beast is already here, brother. I was like, why is it? What do you mean the mark of the beast is already here? I'm thinking this. And he came up with a, with a good, he said, no, in the Bible it says it's in the palm of your hand and on your forehead. And then he went like this with his phone. He looked at his phone and he goes, see, forehead to, forehead to hand, forehead to hand. The mark of the beast is already here. It's your phone. And I thought about it. I was like, holy shit, man. Maybe they couldn't verbalize or dictate that into the Bible because how are they going to talk about a cell phone? But they could think hand to forehead, hand to forehead. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? I, it's a good theory. It's a good theory. Nino SG Anon said he is not on Telegram and it's not him. He clarified this on True Social. Well, whatever. I'm having him on. <laughs> I'll ask him whatever. If you guys want to um, send me questions, I'll definitely ask him that. Interesting theory, right? Makes sense. Interesting theory. It, I mean, it, it, I, is there nothing more unhealthy than your phone? Sometimes I go and I go walk the track, the high school track, just to walk and clear my head and take in deep breaths and just be like, man, just be away from the phone. But it's like I still have that little paranoia in my head of like, what if someone tries to reach out to me and I don't respond and they think I'm ignoring them? What if there's an emergency? It's crazy. We need to step away from that and get back to life. Meet your neighbors. Meet friends. Go out for a beer. Even though I don't drink anymore, I'll go for water. I don't know. Phones are the worst thing, man. They're good, but they're also bad. All right, folks, I'm out of here. And the new heavyweight champion of podcasting. Yeah, baby, yeah. Go to my Instagram, David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. David, yeah, David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. I got to start growing that organically. All right, folks, I'm out of here. Later.